Welcome to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano from Feliciano Financial Group. In this podcast, brothers and certified financial planner professionals, Jose and Jeff, explain that money is just a tool to achieve the things you want in life, a tool to make the decision to live life on purpose. They draw from years of experience to demonstrate that when your money aligns with your goals, you can live a purposeful life. Because when your vision is clear, your decision is easy. Hello and welcome to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. Jose, how are you? Fantastic. How about you, Eric? Doing fantastic as well. Jeff, I heard your voice earlier as we were, you know, before we hit the record button. How are you? Hey, life is good. How are you? Ah, fantastic. I love I love talking to you guys. You're both very positive people. I'm, I'm assuming you guys are just the stars of your office. People just want to gravitate to you. Am I, am I just laying it on too thick there? I don't know. It's well, a little you much. Know, we, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if I'd give us that much credit. Maybe Jose. <laughs> Well, we we always gravitate to the little brother, so it's all it's all Jeff. Just Jeff, like Jeff said, his life is good. That's right. All right. Well, today uh, we're going to be talking about the nine financial considerations for business owners. Before we even start this, why this topic right now? I mean, this is the we're, we're beginning twenty twenty two. We're well into the new year now, but why this one? You know, I don't I don't know what the number is, but uh, I read somewhere that I think. There's a record-breaking number of people that are going self-employed or starting mm-hmm. their own business. Um, I know that's true. I see it all the time. And when I say business owners, it, it could be just me trying to do my own thing. Um, it could be well, I've got 10 employees, 20 employees, 100 employees. But there's a, there's a, I think there's a similarity. Uh, sure, there's some scale in that depending on the size of the companies. But uh, there's only a handful of things that we've got to think through as a business owner, uh, not just to take care of ourselves and what we're trying to accomplish personally, but also the people that we rely on, our customers, our employees, and just make sure that uh, we're taking the right things into consideration and uh, making the right decisions at the time. All right. So we're covering nine financial considerations today. Uh, and the first one is taxes. Yeah, taxes. That's uh, one thing that's hard to, to shy away from is death and taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, uh, especially for when you're just starting a business, uh, trying to think through uh, what's the tax liability? How much should I pay myself in salary? Uh, should I run as a sole proprietor? Should I set up an LLC or an S corp for uh, asset protection purposes. Um, how do I save money on FICA and Social Security? Uh, so thinking through how we construct income, um, as well as how do I make sure that everything that I do, I can create business intent uh, in order to save as much money as I can from a tax perspective. Because uh, at the end of the day, it's part of creating wealth is reducing taxes. Uh, so it's a very important component to everything from what I do day to day, how I'll pay myself, uh, just to be as proactive as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. And I would add one thing about this pandemic that put a lot of people in a situation that they had to decide what they really want to do. I think a lot of people got to the point where they really think about as their home when we had the big complete shutdown, am I doing what I really want to do? And I think that, that there's an old saying, the place of my biggest challenge is always the source of my greatest strength. And I think a lot of people are saying, I've always wanted to do this. And when your back's to the wall, you come out swinging, finding the best version of yourself. 
And, uh, and so I, I do foresee a lot of small businesses really come into play. And then, of course, when they do come into play, what business structure should you really set your business up? But, every, you know, when Jeff had just mentioned about reducing taxes, one thing about our tax law is the way it's designed. It's really for the people that do take risk. And so when we say reducing taxes, just imagine that, that you got a business owner that went out there on his own. He's trying to make a living. He gets to have more deductions than you do as an employee. But the reason why they put those deductions in place is, A, they want you to hire more employees. The most, the mo There are more employees hired through the small business process than they are the large mature companies. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that reducing taxes does create wealth, but you want to reduce taxes for the small business person so they can create that jobs and keep that money flowing moving into the future. Yeah, absolutely. And I think taxes is probably a pretty obvious one as far as financial considerations. But this, this next one, I really I didn't really think of it as a financial consideration, but it's a must. Number two is insurance. Boy, that yeah, I can only speak for myself, but I remember at one time, we for each employee, it was running us $150 a month for health insurance. And uh, now it's $650, $700 a month. Mm -hmm. So I could only afford so much as a small business person, so now we we split fifty fifty with the employees. Uh, at the time that it was only one hundred and fifty dollars a month, we were able to cover one hundred percent for the employee. So things have really changed, and you can imagine what both taxes and insurance with the pandemic, and who's going to pay for it, and we're all going to pay for it. So whether it's, uh, uh, but you know, you can ask anybody: Do we think taxes are going to go up? And of mm -hmm. course, they are. But insurance is a main thing. You've got asset protection. You want to be able to make sure that one fluke deal of, of, of an employee or yourself, something happens where you have a lawsuit, you want to have that protection. Uh, you want to make sure your employees are happy and they have the benefits uh, and making sure they're properly insured. What if one of your employees dies? You want to make sure their families are insured. So you want to be able to provide that kind of insurance for employees to. Uh, so insurance costs is a big expense for the small business person, and I think insurance is going to be a major concern going into the future. Yeah, absolutely. All right, number three is retirement plans. Now, not every business has a retirement plan, but I think uh, in this competitive market, I think businesses really need to offer more benefits, and that's one of them, right? We're only as good as the employees that we have. So the more attractive our benefits package can be mm -hmm. uh, with health insurance and retirement, uh, hopefully the better candidates we have, uh, the more loyalty and longevity we have uh, with the people that really make a difference within our companies. Uh, retirement plans also, you got to look at them in a couple of different ways. Sometimes we see companies want to implement a retirement plan for the benefit of their employees and to create a platform for them to have the ability to save money on a pre-tax basis for their future. Uh, and most often you'll see it with a match uh, or some sort of a match or a profit sharing component, whether it's a 401k or a simple IRA. Uh, but a lot of times you see companies set up a retirement plan because although they want to do something for the employees, maybe the business owner is just looking for a place for them to be able to save money on taxes and save for the future. Uh, so there's all kinds of plans, whether we have five or 10 or 20 or 100 employees, and they're all different. Uh, but taking a look at what the construction of the company looks like, uh, how many employees, what kind of revenue, uh, and then designing a plan to optimize those those limits uh, is, is very, very important. There's a lot of options there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the fourth financial consideration for business owners is planning for future transition of the business. 
Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, sometimes uh, four and five can come together. I mean, when I say that, here's what I mean. The reality in most business owners is it's not uncommon for that business to be uh, the biggest asset in someone's estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, that although they've saved IRAs and 401ks and retirement plans, the business is worth you know, the, the major, the business is the bulk of the assets that we're relying on in order to generate income or really cover uh, retirement and take care of all the living expenses when we decide not to work anymore. So sometimes those go hand in hand, you know, the retirement plan to be able to put money into, but also how do I construct the business and the succession or the exit plan uh, within either my employees or to an outside buyer or within the family in order to create a smooth transition of the business when retirement comes? And how do I think through to get maximum value as well as uh, uh, some kind of a built-in buyer uh, so that way I can rely on the asset that it took me all these years to build to generate the income that I need in retirement. So uh, sometimes hand-in-hand, they're both run parallel, but very, very important uh, when thinking about the future. Yeah. Let's talk about the fifth consideration, which is cash flow. How does cash flow play in that? I think cash flow is the most important thing. I mean, if if you're going to keep your business going to survive, you better have some more income coming in than you do expenses. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you want to build a nest egg, which I think is like Jeff said about having your asset. You know, to a lot of people, that's their biggest asset. So, when is the right time to sell your business? If you want an exit strategy, and you, you know want to completely sell the business, then what kind of nest egg do you need to have so you can have the cash flow that you want to have to maintain your standard of living for the rest of your life? So all that does need to be calculated. People people want to know where, where they need to be. So they've got that goal to shoot for. Uh, and sometimes you design, you design retirement plans uh, to be able to do that. So uh, everybody's different in what they want to accomplish. And, and Jeff just covered the different options that you can go, whether you sell it to a business, a family member, mm-hmm. or somebody as on the outside. So um, uh, we're often asked a lot, what is enough? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's, again, it's all individualized, right? I mean, it's... A, Depends on the size of the company. Depends on the size of the family you're supporting. I mean, and depends on what your goals and dreams are. This is something you guys have talked about a lot. It's it's got to be individualized. This is where they have to bring in a professional to talk to, have this conversation, write all this stuff out so they can figure it out. So again, at the end of the show, we're going to give contact information. I know that you've worked with small business owners before, uh, and this is something that you guys love to do is help them plan out. So if you're listening and you're thinking, man, I I don't know exactly what this is going to you know, hold for my future, how this is going to play into my retirement, have the conversation with Jeff Nose. It's, it's going to be well worth it. But moving on. All right. So another financial consideration is charitable donations. And I was kind of surprised to see this on the list. I know that there are certain, you know, maybe tax advantages and things like that when a business can give to charity. But what do you guys have to say about it? Well, you know, I find that society has been great to us and uh, we want to give back to the community. So, I know that there's a lot of business feel the same way. We've been all blessed. Uh, and uh, so there are people that had a huge impact on my life. They got me started in this business, and I want to do that for others. So everybody's different in what charities that they're involved in. Uh, we've got uh, we got business owners that have special needs kids that they have, they want to take care of, uh, whatever is important. But I think finding out that what is enough for your family. Sometimes, you know, business is doing so well 
that they don't really want to give 100% of what they have to their family members. They want to be able to not only have their family taken care of, but they want to have charities that they know that they can, you know, donate so much and get maybe other outside entities match that dollar and so they can leverage their dollars to be able to have an impact on the, the community that really had an impact on their business. Mm-hmm. All right. And this actually goes back to our previous podcast. If you have not heard the previous podcast, uh, the guys kind of dispelled some of the myths and rumors, the 10 hurdles, I guess, uh, that, that people have in creating an estate plan. Uh, but this is on this list as well. So financial consideration for a business owner is an estate plan. Yeah, so let me, um, maybe I'll combine this one and the next one to some degree. Uh, the estate planning and then uh, number number eight is contingency planning. Um, okay. You know, always thinking about the what ifs. You know, I, what if I'm the business owner and I prematurely died? Uh, what if I became permanently disabled? What if my partner uh, in the business died? Uh, how do I make sure that his wife is taken care of, uh, but the fact that he or she's not in the business, how do I make it equitable uh, for me to continue uh, operating and running the business, and but for her to receive value? So there's a lot of thought that has to go into uh, some form of death, some form of disability. Uh, what is the plan for the business? Uh, what is the plan for the assets? And just making sure there's a smooth transition between partners mm-hmm. uh, within the family or family members. Uh, maybe a smooth transition of money or monetary value. Um, and you can carry those over to key, key employees. I mean, we see a lot of times that your business is only as good as the employees that you have. And to me, I've seen it doesn't matter if you've got four or five employees or 400 employees. At the end of the day, there's a handful of employees that really make the company what it is, that if something were to happen to them, uh, then it would be a, a pretty dramatic impact on the business. Uh, so just thinking those things out loud, uh, making contingency plans, uh, you know, if something were to happen in one of those areas, uh, what would the plan be? How do you protect the business? How do you protect the families? Uh, but those are big, big issues that I think sometimes we pay, uh, we don't give enough attention to, um, and don't make plans for, uh, but when you put it in a perspective of, wait a minute, this business is my biggest asset, uh, that's really going to provide the security for me and my family. Then I have to think through the overall estate plan and the contingency planning planning in order to protect, uh, that valuable asset. And I would just add one more thing that I think that having one or two of your children working in your business uh, really makes it a complicated matter. And I think that really needs to be thought through to keep the family intact. Yeah, because are you you speaking directly to uh, if children are in and some children are not in? That's correct. Yeah, if you got one or two, one child is in the business, two of them are not in the business, uh, you really want to come out with a really think that through and come out with something because the the one that's in the business is helping grow the business mm-hmm. and uh, so it, there's a there's an equity there that you have to think through and and uh, those I think that's one of the biggest challenges besides all the other ones that Jeff just described yeah and I, I I know personally of a of a family that has had to deal with this and I think they did it beautifully they did work with a, a financial planner in this and and got it all mapped out but one of the children worked in the business, like you said, grew it, helped 
in the visit. Well, everybody's still alive, so nobody's passed away yet. However, they've already planned this out because uh, uh, the son, the older son, is in the business, has been working there for 20-plus years, is doing great, has done a great job of growing the business. Uh, but the daughter had the passion for teaching, and so she's a teacher, and we all know that teachers don't get paid nearly enough. Uh, but it's not that his job is more important than hers. Uh, they want to reward her for the you know the service that she's giving to the kids and and all the work that she's doing and the brother agrees um, he thinks she's phenomenal uh, but it's still a matter of you know what is fair versus what is equitable I guess is 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 what I'm saying but it's it's not an easy road to navigate by yourself I think that that leads us right to number nine uh, on these financial considerations and and that's making sure that you have financial professionals that can help you and and deliver the importance of a financial plan for your business. And we're talking, I'm assuming CPAs, attorneys, financial advisors. Is that about right, guys? Yeah. And I'm always for, encourage people to get a second and third opinion. The more questions you ask, you'll know who you want to work with and who can really add value. So it's just an important topic to, to get three or four different perspectives and then you can decide who you believe that could be the extra hands that could help you solve some of the issues that you have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, any closing thoughts for today's podcast? I mean, you covered a lot in those nine. No, I'd just say, you know, call timeout. Um, as important as it, as it is to create a financial plan for you and your family on a personal level, uh, I would argue that it's probably just as important to create a different and uh, some sort of financial plan for the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of correlation and crossover between the two, but both require uh, equal attention and um, critically important. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, guys, I think this is a great podcast, good information. If somebody's listening to this going, you know, there's a couple of things on that list that I probably do need to consider more and would love to have a conversation with someone about this. How do they get a hold of you? Yeah, they can go to the website, uh, www.felicianofinancial.com, or they can call the office um, at 903-533-8585. Be more than happy to help. And lastly, before we close this off, uh, Jose, I know that you're also on LinkedIn, correct? That's that's correct. Okay, that's just one more way that you can connect with Jose online. Uh, go connect with him on LinkedIn and, and get the updates on when new pod- podcasts come out and when they have additional resources that they're, they're giving to the audience. So, uh, guys, I would just want to thank you for your time today. Oh, absolutely. We enjoyed it. That was fun. No doubt about it. Thank you very much. Very welcome. And our last thank you, of course, goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Live Life on Purpose podcast with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when the guys come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thank you for listening today. For everyone at Feliciano Financial, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live life on purpose. Thank you for listening to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Feliciano Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. 
The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities offered through Lion Street Financial LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Lion Street Advisors LLC. Neither Feliciano Financial Group nor the Lion Street entities provide legal or tax advice. For complete details, consult with your tax advisor and attorney.